Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Share Skies podcast. My name is Titus Matthews. I'm the host and producer of this brand new podcast. On board, we have Real World Corporate and Airline Pilots, in addition to aviation enthusiasts and flight sim experts. On this episode, we will introduce you the rest of the crew and cover some hot topics in the aviation world. But let's introduce you the crew for this podcast. Starting off, tonight we have John. He is from New Jersey. He is known as the teenager that sounds like he's seven foot, but in reality, he needs a booster to see over the seat. He is known to the Share Skies community as Rich Day. Let's give a round of applause for John. Next up on the list, he's from the Big ATL. He buys the Prop King from East to West in under six hours three stops. He is known as Captain Slow. Let's give a round of applause for Steven. Yo, yo, yo. And last but not least, we have James. He is a New Yorker from uh, the island of Long. So, Please don't say that about him. But uh, he is a future captain for a U.S. region within the next two years on the oh CRJ-200. We have two new uh, guests joining us tonight. We have uh, Andy Sanchez. I'm not going to do his introduction Yo. in Spanish, although he's from the Dominican Republic. What's up? And uh, we got Brian, the professional hey, here. everybody. Known on the Shares Guys, uh, known on the uh, Shares Guys server as uh, Phenom Boy. So, uh, oh, I asked these, uh, I asked John, Stephen, and James the same question, so I'm gonna ask it to you on the first episode, which is our question of the day. So, Andy and Brian, on what aircraft was your first flight on, and where did you fly to? Andy, you go first. Um, I'll start off. Um, <clears throat> my <laughs> my first flight was on a A319, actually. Uh, from JetBlue, well, actually in JetBlue, to the Dominican Republic. Don't so, disrespect me, company. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, my first flight there. How about you, Brian? Uh, for me, it honestly, I can't remember it because it was at such a young age with my parents. Uh, <laughs> it was, well, it, it'll explain a lot. Uh, my parents keep telling it to me that I was uh, nine months old and uh, my parents are all from the Northeast area, from the Pennsylvania, New Jersey area, but it was on a Delta Mad Dog MD-88 uh, from Atlanta to Philadelphia. And apparently I was quite the troublemaker um, on that flight. But that's that's I don't remember it, obviously. But I mean, I think it kind of explains my love for the old Mad Dog. <laughs> I was going to say, did you get injected with 200 cc's of McDonnell Douglas that day or like? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Mad dog still has a heart for that dinosaur. I mean, like, hey, easy, uh, easy. Yeah, well, easy. Well, we don't want to go on his bad side. Hey. 
Mm. All right, that is the rest of the crew for you, ladies and gentlemen. Again, my name is Titus Matthews. I introduced myself on the uh, episode one of the Share Scott's podcast. So uh, let's get on into this. All right, uh, this weekend on the Share Sky server, we will be giving away the brand new CRJ500 or 550 and 700 series by Aerosoft for Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020. Stay tuned and listen for the keyword within this podcast for five free entries into that raffle. All right, gentlemen, our, tonight's topic will be flight simulators. So uh, just a quick poll of the room. How many of you guys are uh, X-Plane fans? Woo! Yo. <laughs> so James, Andy, and uh, myself. Come on, Titus. What, what I say? What about you, Titus? Uh, I'm, a, I'm an X-Plane guy. I, I don't have a P3D money yet. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We call that money. adult money. <laughs> I don't have adult money. Call that daddy's money for me now. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> oh my hey, god! Hey. <laughs> All right. How about P thirty? Brian, I know you're on P thirty. But I can't say anything. What? <laughs> I am one of them. You know. Listen, Ooh. I identify with Aerofly FS two. Okay. Ooh. Oh God! Wow, <laughs> that is. Uh, I thought you were gonna say DTS for a minute. I was like, okay, well, at least soft flight simulator 3.0 or oh, yeah, dude. come on, <laughs> come on, 98 still hopping, man. But by the it's way, retro. let me point out. Let me point out. Nobody here has said Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020. <laughs> you didn't Good let point. him finish. What are you trying? <laughs> to yeah. It's also my What's answer. That, Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020. All right, so we clearly yeah. don't have any 2020 friends in the room. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty garbage right now. It's, it's pretty bad. You know, speaking yeah. of 2020, I actually watched their uh, Q&A with developers today. Yeah, I mean, kind of. Like, you, you could just see their... You, 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 you could just see in their eyes that they know they screwed up. I'm like, damn. I mean, it weren't sucks. you a moderator on their Twitch? All right, buddy. All right, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not outing anybody here. What Hold on. We're not, we're not talking about anybody's past. This isn't an interrogation. It's a yeah, podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I got a free copy out of it. So that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, John's okay. using the system, uh, Titus. Yeah. You got you to gotta abuse the system, bro. <laughs> oh, jeez. I know we were doing it like that, but okay. Yeah. All right, Steven, so you have P3D, right? Yes, sir. All right, all right. So, let's do the best freeware add-on. So, I guess we'll start on the X-Plane side. In my opinion, the best freeware add-on for X-Plane would probably be better pushback. Sure. Excuse me? Yeah, I mean, mean, if we're talking, yeah, every add-on, we're not talking about, like, you know, airplanes or anything like that. Sure. I was going to say, all right, let me rephrase it. What is a must-have Free add-on, must have freeware okay. add-on. Oh, yeah, better. If, push you had to choose one thing. If well, you see, had, the thing is, if you had to choose one thing, that well, okay, you, you, I just you, bought the sim. I need this add-on to go with it. What would it be? Well, in my opinion, well, doesn't X Plane already have a pushback system? I mean, I never tried it, right? I mean, but I think like it would work. It's it's okay, John. It's not the best, but it works. But I like see like what I I mean. <laughs> If you want to exclude it, aircraft, yeah, sure, uh, it's a great add-on. But I would still say go for the zero first. That's like yeah. my go-to. Well, my my go-to, my one that I think is a must-have, but everyone can be different. But in my eyes, is uh, X camera. Uh, really, in my opinion, helps you like 
look around a cockpit ten times better. Nah. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I disagree with with X camera because it, it just doesn't look right or doesn't. I and I, even this, I don't know if this counts as an add-on, but I think even uh, like reshade is a go is a must-have. Uh, yeah, reshade counts as an add-on. Uh, well, didn't they yeah, come reshade. up with that like reshade X thing? I mean, if yeah, there's like going with that, or... then I have to say XP realistic then must is a must-have. I mean, well, that feel? Pay for, that paper? That's that is yeah, payware, yeah, you're right. Uh, so it's so not we'll great. <laughs> um, I got a I got a big one, but I'll wait until Brian and Steven said what some must uh, freeware add on for P3D. Freeware, freeware. freeware. What are you? Uh, <laughs> what is this topic you mentioned? What is this word you mentioned? What, what is free? what is this? Are you speaking English? Because I don't know what quote unquote free is in P3D. <laughs> That's so true. Legitimately. What were you gonna say, Steven? Yes, freeware, free, free, freeware, freeware, freeware. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Free, not really. No, I just hear you. I hear you saying freeware, and all I hear is communism. 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 Oh my god! Oh my god! And it got brought in here. No, there is. Well, I, I have to say it because there was one excellent. Freeware for P3D that I can think of that I use. I, most of my stuff is payware, but there is one fantastic add-on that we recently lost maybe about a month or two ago, and that was FLAI, the model matching Ooh, uh, for yeah, that. Right. Um, yeah. It was the model matching was fantastic, even though you know the X Plane users were even jealous of us because of what we had, but due to the drama between the developers and whatnot. You know, you know how long I have access to it unless you've already had it installed, like uh, some of us do. Like I know I still do, but yeah, we just can't update it now. But um, it, that that was one. That's my, that that was my favorite one. It was almost a necessity, especially if you're a VATS supplier. Do I do I share the best kept secret three uh, airplanes in P3D? I guess. Go ahead. Got to get the I'm people what they asking, want. I'm actually asking Brian's permission before I do this because he shared it with me, and I don't want to out the person who's. Well, let's let's clear let's clarify on some of this that they're usable in V4, in V5 they're not quite usable, but it's are are these aircraft? Yes. All right, we'll say aircraft. We'll say aircraft will be another like subtopic, but okay, just say that one, Steve, because that's a good one. one. Okay. Yeah. And after this goes public, you're gonna get found. Oh Um, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but anyways, the best freeware add-on on both sims, undoubtedly, undisputed champion. Fatsim. You know? Oh, I didn't wow. think of that. Wow, that's a good one. I didn't that think of that. Good one. That's totally a good one. It, but yeah, Fatsim is amazing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Suffering eh. Europe for what? Eh. I'm eh. over here going, eh. Eh. How many times do you use Vatsim? Well, Every remember, Vatsim itself is not an add-on. Vatsim is an organization, okay. not an add-on. It's a third party. So, um, so they're, they're a network that we use inside of our sims, not necessarily a piece of software, because there is no Vatsim-dedicated software that we use as the pilots in Vatsim. We have to go through something like Vpilot or Xpilot or whatever the other one you guys use garbage and explain um swift that's it swift um the, you know so the, that's that's 
So I would argue that that's a freeware add-on. Okay, let me like rephrase More it. of a service. So any third-party <laughs> add-on that connects you to... You know, Titus, Titus, this is the fourth time you've had to reword this uh, statement. You okay with it? <laughs> 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 I know you don't live that far from me, but come on. So <laughs> you know, the air was a little foggy up there at uh, 7,000. Oh, okay. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a bit foggy today. Oh. But uh, there goes freeware add-ons. What about payware add-ons? Mm. Xpoint, okay. X and viral. X and viral. Uh, I, I don't really. I don't know. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm going to nah, disagree with you there. Oh, no, no, I'm disagreeing a... with you there. I would. Oh, now are we talking airplane or just add-on? Add-ons, just add-ons. Oh, no, okay. X, XP realistic. Mm. Of course, you know. like X and viral, John. You got that big I, listen, monitor. I, I don't. I don't well, have it. I don't use problem. it. Hey, 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 children, children, one at a time. Um, this dude. <laughs> I personally like um having uh some of the stuff that like you can use with scenery scenery animation manager. So Damn. um, you know, I like having the world jetways. Not that that you know is a hundred percent necessary. I like having it. I would honestly see this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Uh, X Plane has a lot of good stuff. Um. But if I was doing a pay or add-on, it probably wouldn't be just an add-on. It would be a plane before an add-on. Yeah. I mean, I heard X, uh, X Organizer is pretty underrated for what it can actually do to your sim. Basically, it's like a scenery manager. And you can set it to enable specific sceneries and uh, regions. Because what happens with X-Plane is like, if you have a bunch of sceneries, it's going to load all the sceneries when you open X-Plane, no matter where you are. So that can um really it definitely affect cuts your, back your... on uh load loading time. Yeah, loading time, resource memory. Yeah, uh, I I, mean, I seen side by side, and it's only like ten dollars too, and it, it can cut you a lot of slack. So I, yeah. I don't have it, but you see in my in my eyes, what uh really in my opinion brings the realism to the sim is extra realistic about like the head knobs and even when making a turn and stuff like that and how. How you're supposed to react and how your uh, your head shifts. Uh, I do but like you can get all that on X and Viro. Well, dude, the thing with no, X and Viro is oh, the go, money. You go the P3D right? pilots. The thing is, is the money for X and Viro, and I heard it's a frame killer. Even though I have a pretty good, decent computer that I think could run X and Viro, I haven't had the chance to do it, but it's just it's too much money, you know. And for X Realistic, for what it has to offer. And for the price, I think that's pretty good. I think X is over XP Realistic is over whatever Steven. John and James said. Because X and Viro, oh my god, you guys drool when I stream on the Discord. Tell me I'm wrong. John is over there like I don't I wouldn't say drool. No 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 no. Drool. The minute I click the minute I click stream, John is just like Bro, your... I don't. I don't think I've ever seen you stream, so I don't think I'm a part of this. Wait, what yes, happened? Yeah. The mi- John, the minute I stream anything to deal with X and Viro, aren't you like, Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust? No, not really, not really. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm just mad at the fact that you know I, I spent over seventy dollars on that add-on. Yet you can't run it because like... you got a 4K monitor. 
Yeah, I mean, I could run on 14. Like, if I haven't, if I didn't have this 4K monitor, I could easily go down to 1440p and be like 60 frames easy. But Steve, Steven, yeah. Steven, by the time they're done finally talking about this, I'm going to upgrade. Okay. <laughs> by the time they're talking about this. All right. That's about how long this is taking. All yeah. right. So there might, there might actually be RTX 3080s available by the time they're done. Oh my All right. God. Oh, what it's is like, the out of that you have? Well, these guys Let's are violating. We're going to death Shh. on Let's it. Hear it. Let's hear it. Hey, here. why are you getting hostile, Titus? I'm why are you getting hostile? hostile? I'm not getting hostile. I, I just want to hear I, your opinion. I'm hearing jealousy. Opinion. I'm hearing jealousy right now. Jealousy. That's all I'm hearing. Yeah, exactly. No. Exactly. Mm-mm. That's all I'm hearing, man. That's all we'll, I'm hearing. We'll get into this topic later. Why I'm not jealous. What? I was going to say, what? Jealousy? <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll get into the topic later. <laughs> Ask my ex about that. Anyways, uh, oh, moving along. Oh, moving on. No, 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 no. We're not going to end this right now. <laughs> Anyways, moving along. I mean, for me, the on the payware side for uh, P3D, one of the most absolute essential things I would argue is uh, Chase Mine. But, um, which, you know, is uh, sort of kind of like what URX and Viro and stuff is. But it takes the default camera views and stuff like that and and adds the motion effects, just like what Andy was talking about, what you were talking about. But um, I'm a track IR user as well, and it really helps out with the integration. And then for me, you know, and I got to give some credit to John on this one. You know, I had Chase Wine for a while, but kind of gave up setting it up. And he goes, no, 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 you, you have to actually go through it all and you'll love it. And ever since then, it's almost essential for everyday flying. And so I would say either... Chase plane, or maybe some of the Orbix things, but we'll go down that road no, a little bit. I agree. I would say Chase plane. I mean, dude, I, when I when I saw you streaming, and I I I real I found out you were using the hat switch. I was like, oh no, dude. Yeah, mm. I was like, no yeah. way. I, I'm as old school as James flight planning. Oh, oh god! Wow. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. You know, you know what? I actually. So you said Chase plane. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of partial to for P3D at least. There's no good built-in weather apps. So Active Sky would be a good answer for me. I agree. I agree um, with that. I would agree with you. Chase, are we talking Chase about five. You got well, we ta- you magic clouds and uh are we talking well, hold about, on, um, but we engine? still need a weather engine to to to, to draw Easy. it in the sound. Um P3D or it's a, I think it's called p3d wx right it's, it's free actually i think it's fsx wx but it's or F- yeah, yeah yeah something FSWX like that um, by the way like, by the way those freeware weather engines still better than msfs 2020 weather it's actually yes, pretty agree. good because, because what, what what it does is actually it just grabs everything from the matar directly from the matar and just parses it into the sim so i mean what active guy does yeah so I mean, but I guess Actus guys can like shift around or like be dynamic while FX, FSX, WX is just kind of static strictly on the Matar. But it's, it's still great for what it does. I mean, so yeah, that would be my go to if I, you know, don't have money for a weather engine. I mean, the V5 volumetric clouds are incredible. Not going to lie. It's it's kind of mind blowing. <laughs> One problem is VRAM. The, yes, but I, but you know I've been on V5 now for what 
five six months okay, now. This is twenty eighty Ti. Listen here. Oh, uh, well, twenty eighty Ti. Yeah, I know I have a monster sitting next to me, but I've never had an issue with the VRAM being the issue. I've had an issue with the whole switching between windowed and full screen, which now I just live in full screen and just let it ride. But um, you know that 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 has been an issue. But you know we could go right back to explain and say it's had its issues. So. I don't think I've ever had to lean on grass. I've never had performance issues. Ah, with, good joke. With X Men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not Money, true. You, well, no, 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 no. That's not true. No, but especially especially with the release of Vulcan, I I uh, it's really gone down. I've been you know no smooth sailing since then. Andy's our resident seven three seven soft field landing expert. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, because he's land right now, so. Which I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you some credit though. I'll, I'll give you some credit. That's one thing. And you guys know this. I, I, I there's there's parts, and I know we're going to talk about this later. But there's there's things that X Plane does really well, and there's things that P3D does really well, and there's things that I would argue, unfortunately, that MFS does really well. And it's for, for the right user, it do, it, it does it really well. I agree. But yeah. uh, um, you know, especially as we as the Sims evolve and grow and so on and so forth. Well, that's one of the things I know I pick on you for the soft field ladies, but like y'all's freeware scenery is so much more vast and easy to install versus what we have on the P3D side. Um, 20 bucks. So 20, 20. That, that, uh, you're nice. fine. That, that's, oh, that's nice. Sorry about that. <laughs> that was an undershoot. That, that was for the uh, Black Friday sale. Oh, OK. Yeah, not, there it is. Not just that. I feel that as, as yeah, well. Your, your as mind's like, still in November, Mango. Yes, I'm, yeah. I'm stuck in November. Uh, not just that. I feel as like the sceneries, like some sceneries on X-Planes are free and they are absolutely amazing, you know, especially yeah. that I've been flying more in Europe now. Um, like there are some freeware scenery. So you could just download off the website from the uh, X-Plane.org website. That is actually like amazing. Like oh, mind blowing. All, right, all, right, all right. Hold on. So let, let, let's not get ahead. Yeah. Let's not get ahead. Let's not get ahead. Let's not get ahead. All right. If let me introduce. Anyone... Let me do introduce. <laughs> let me introduce the next topic, which is sceneries. So now we can talk what? about sceneries. Oh, here we are. Now let's talk about sceneries. All right. Sorry, Andy. You were saying. So with sceneries, we're looking at add-ons that closely resemble the airports or the area. So no, I, we, uh, we already uh, know who wins this for P3D. Who? Orbix. Uh, I, I would argue that. Yeah. Go ahead. Depends on what you want. I would. I Give would me one Orbex, Orbex airport that has let you down. Has let uh, me down? I'll wait. Uh, t- Telluride. Yeah, actually, Telluride's pretty nasty. Well, nasty is a strong term, but. Do you, do you want another one? Do you want another one? I can give you another one. Good. Oh, he's full of them. You can't set you can't set me up like that, Andy. Uh, anyways, um, um, so, yikes! <laughs> yikes! Uh, Orbex Vector. Oh god! Oh, yeah, that, no, 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 no. That, that's not an Orbex product. Yeah, it is. <laughs> really? I'm opening it up right now, and I'm pretty sure I paid for it actually. Um, yeah, it's a seventy dollar add-on. Right? Should I go on? Do you want another one? I can give you another one. <laughs> Should we keep going? I mean, uh, the list is endless. <laughs> Let's go. Keep going. Rack them off. I, I, well, listen, I love Orbix. I've given Orbix a sizable amount of my income, right? Uh, they, and they do have some 
very good sceneries that make make p3d for, for anybody and, not understanding that that's a lot of money uh, a lot of money i i've given i've given orbex a, a sizable chunk um if you but, haven't noticed <clears throat> aviation is expensive yeah it doesn't matter whether it's fake or real just for all so, of you <laughs> Yeah, so you know, Or Orbix is good, and it, for the most part. But I mean, if you want to go for like, like I would argue in terms of this in scenery world for P3D, I would argue Flight Beam has the most accurate scenery. I was about to say that. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, the people who've done San Francisco, San Portland, Denver, those ones—they're very, very good. And they're cool. very quick to respond and update them and fix them and do everything as well. Because, you know, there's people that are going to say, imagine Sim Atlanta, Drzecki, New York, or Chicago, or um, uh, who else is not imagine Sim, but um, Fly, Fly Tampa, Tampa is another thing. Yeah. Um, but it's amazing the things that they'll update. Like, it's something so simple as, like, uh, I pick on Imagine Sim Atlanta. Great, beautiful scenery where, they, you know, they build the new terminals and do all these other things and build the fifth runway. But something as simple as, you know, and this is just one of the things with with flight simmers is that they're so focused on airliners. And don't get me wrong, every one of us in this room, we like to go fly airliners or we like to fly GA, but it's it's very focused on those airliners because that's where these third party developers know they're gonna get their money from. So like imagine some Atlanta, they upgrade the airport, they update the terminals, the new the F terminal, they put the little overhangs over the new terminals, which was gorgeous and amazing. But something so simple as that the FBO at Atlanta is still labeled as Landmark. And Landmark hasn't been in business in, what, six years? Oh, Something like that? Yeah. And it's something, some, some little detail that's actually really important to a guy like me, because obviously I'm, I'm, a, I'm a corporate pilot myself, right? So it's like, that irks the heck out of me. But anyways, I... I, I, I yeah, they've had... They've had <laughs> They've had at least one other company run that FBO, and they've got a new building over there now. Mm. Two of them. But anyways. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. But anyways, we'll move along. Let's go to X-Plane. Well, I want to say something about Flight Beam, which is probably the number one reason why I love them. I don't know why, but pretty much any other developer just can't get performance optimization right. Uh, Agreed. Flight Beam can manage to make a great looking scenery like Dulles or um, San Francisco and I'll be in the labs right 60 frames 4k high settings and I go to like mm-hmm. somewhere like JFK or Atlanta and I'll be bouncing maybe like 30 or something like that. <laughs> yeah so, that's accurate yeah what are you talking about those numbers what are you talking about John oh my god <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah uh, Titus what you were saying uh, explain wise I don't know um, explain wise. I mean, see, okay, yeah, here's the thing. I, I think I think there's an abundance of freeware that is at the payware quality level. Uh, Mister X, right? You look at Boston Logan. I mean, Jesus, that's oh, yeah, that's an insanely detailed airport that is completely free. free. I mean, another one that just came out. Um, uh, what was it? what was this uh, scenery I was seeing? I the might other actually day. look at my uh, scenery. Uh, yeah, I think X Plane even comes with some Aerosoft stuff default installed. Yeah. Um. You know that like Heathrow, I think, is an Aerosoft model, and then you know, but on the payware side, there's there's really some great stuff. I have a uh, Islip from Vertical Sim installed, and oh, yeah. even he Vertical, he does a great job. Vertical Sim is a solid product for explaining. Yeah. Oh wow, we forgot something. I think 
everyone should install for explain airports wise and that's their airport environment hd yes yeah no that's a texture pack yeah yeah but that's so, uh yeah i mean like it's not like you're always gonna get a um yeah a, a custom airport but... and then you well, know and... There's also, you know, uh, for P3D and X-Plane, there's Drzecki Design. You know, they they do yeah. all the New York airports. Those are great. Um, I mean, Drzecki and X-Plane really isn't frame friendly. I, yeah. I, well, I, I personally didn't see that big of a frame drop when I'm saying. Do I don't have an issue with that. Well, New York is great, but there's something about Drzecki Chicago in the snow. Mm-hmm. Agreed. On X-Plane that just doesn't, it like... I'll be capped at 25 frames for some and, reason. And and there's something else I'd like to bring up too, Titus. And I was going to bring this up until, you know, we, we started talking sceneries, um, you know, and we're, we're sitting here talking about the, the eye candy, right? We're talking about how, you know, uh, just what you see when you break out of the clouds and land. Right. But one of the things that we're forgetting to talk about here is nav data, right? You know, it um, is um, like, for example, um, all the way up to P3D, version 4.5 they were using a 2006 um av like airports that's where like the snapshot of time was in from fs 2004 or sorry fsx sorry 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 but that snapshot in time and then but you know as p3d you know well it all got obtained by lockheed martin so on and so forth we were having nav data in these written old ILS frequencies and everything from well over 10 years ago. Here we are in 2021. You know, we're talking, she's 15 years ago. And, you know, one of the things I was jealous of on the X-Plane side of the boat was that you guys could update your nav data and, you know, you'd have new airports and all the right frequencies and stuff. And I was like, that's awesome. And you guys could do that with every nav cycle. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad to say that here we are now in, you know, late 2020, early 2021, you know, when version five came out of P3D, they finally took another snapshot of the world and brought in current nav data. Now, you know, is it updatable like yours, y'all's is? No. You know, airports are going to be closing and runways are going to be added, you know, continuously. And that was one of my reasons for always paying for sceneries because, you know, you'd go do a flight somewhere and, you know, Stephen and I were joking the other day about uh, Panama City International uh, ECP down in the panhandle of uh, Florida. And I was like, well, you better make sure you have that airport because otherwise you're going to break out and see trees. So, yep. <laughs> well, and you know what? You know what, Brian? I think that X Plane is, uh, is different in that sense because X Plane on their website, they have this thing called the Scenery Gateway. And that's an open source library that X Plane or Laminar Research has published that you can go in and add airports. You can go and from the public, you can make an account, log in as a developer and you can add airports. You can uh, edit existing airports and they give you all the data that they have and allow you to modify it. And that's actually what they use during every update to update the airports. And, and I agree. And that's one of the things you guys have an explain that is really good stuff. And then on to that, um, I feel as well, like with the series and stuff like that, like it is 10 times, uh, easier for the developers to make a scenery on X-Men than it is on P3D, you know, which is why maybe we have so many uh, freeware sceneries out there, you know? Oh, come on, man. What about all the sceneries in MFS, though? Come on. Anyone? Anyone? 
Yeah, you got Joe Evans. Come on, yeah, come say, on. Y'all, uh, y'all haven't spent five hundred dollars on your senior Easter MFS to go fly a one fifty two around. Come on, huh. that's, that's a good one. Oh, well, to be uh, fair, I mean, like, I kind of like how cheap it is now on for sceneries and MFS. It's like $10. John, John, John. You yeah. only like it because there's Tita Burrow. <laughs> no, do, oh well, th- that is a very <laughs> nice. <thing. laughs> I don't like it. No, I, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> that, that was a very <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't blame him. Hey, I mean, you guys are forgetting about work, and, and Stephen and I are sitting over here. We see Tierbird. We're having Vietnam flashbacks. <laughs> so. Oh dear oh, goodness, Tierhole. <laughs> Can't be that bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, I saw a meme the other day. I probably sent it in the group chat. Do you wear four bars in your arrow, James? Because you act like you wear four bars. In your I arrow. actually wear six. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, Paul Bertarelli. Anyways, uh, I saw a meme though. We're going there. (laughs) Brian Brian comes into the podcast and goes hard. (laughs) What do you expect out of me? I don't even know who that is, and I'm just sitting here like, okay, son, you got homework. Mm, you do have a you, 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 watch, you need to watch the Paul, Paul, the Avweb video on how to do pattern and how to do traffic. <laughs> is that, the, is that the old guy with the glasses? Gee, oh my! Not his name is Paul Bertarelli. He's awesome. Bert, he, he, I'm googling. I have met him. He's yes, amazing. Yes, the guy with the stash. I know who he is. Yes, the Avweb guy. Oh, I see the picture with the violet uniform. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, anyways, we'll keep going with our podcast. Mango, Mango, you have to put this image. You have to overlay this onto the uh, onto the screen at just this time, Mark. There yep. you go. There Some you people go. know what we're talking about. Yes. Oh my okay. god! <laughs> Isn't he wearing like twelve bars or something? Yeah, on each on each side of his shoulder. Yeah. 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 It just keeps hey. getting better. Kids, what do we learn? Don't fly 747 traffic patterns. Anyways. Um, oh, I've seen Chewie Chew do that. Yikes. Uh, I've seen do, Captain Canada do that. Who's doing it with the autopilot? <laughs> I've uh, seen Citation uh, Max. Uh, I've seen Citation Max do it. What? Oh, yikes. <laughs> you're, throwing, hey. you're, throwing, you're throwing shade at uh, hey. uh, John's dad over here. Excuse Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, what what a change in tone from last week's podcast. Anyways, yeah, now for commercial. We get a lot of hate from the flight sim community. You just attack some of the Word. biggest names that there is. Oh wait! Yikes, my dude! Yeah, what happened? What's going on? I didn't. I could that. I could say something right now. I'm not going to though. You I'm going to avoid us getting shut down. That out right. Next thing you know, you have citation. Max. Oh, okay, co- copy, yeah. Copyright, copyright. What? Uh, anyways, moving along. Uh, yeah, why don't we keep the keep the train rolling here? Yeah, we should probably get out of this station. <laughs> yeah, what's the next? Yeah, yeah, I, think I was saying about uh, I saw a meme the other day. It's probably sent it in the group chat. Steven, but Steven's um, starting to curse. It was. <laughs> it was uh, the anniversary of the um, landing on the Hudson, and it was like yawn. Doesn't change. Hey, come hey, on. hey! It is come said, on, come on, dude. God did magic that day. All right. It is a Cadillac Sullenberger. Yes. That is a, that is a that is a man who lived out every pilot's life in refusing to go to Teterboro. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Exactly what it said. <laughs> even <laughs> even Sully said no to Teterboro. So- <laughs> 
<laughs> We're going to land it on the Hudson. <laughs> I'd rather go swimming in the ice waters of the Hudson than go to Teterboro. Yes. <laughs> and, Sully, I couldn't agree with you more. I wish I could do that on a daily basis. Anyways. Oh, God. All right. Well, we... Anyway, next question, please. All right. We got uh, We already covered scenery. We're going to aircraft next. We're going to aircraft that resemble, well, that are close to study level. Or our study level aircraft, because I know P3D. I pretty much know your answer. Yeah. Um, X-plane. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Well, I would. I don't know if uh, Hot Start is very, very close. Hot Start uh, is I, a good... for the TBM, and I'm assuming their Challenger 650 is going to be the same way, or even uh, Aerobus. Oh, even better. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, even Aerobus with the with the Falcon 8X coming out, that's probably going to be very either study level or very close. Um, and I would argue, and and Brian, feel free to disagree with me because I feel like you're the only one that's going to. Um, no, I <laughs> I feel like even Zebo brings mm-hmm. a really good game to even no, you I, know early PMBG when it was considered study level. Hey, um, hey, 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 James, hey, James, yeah, community college. You need to learn to listen to the question. He asked, "What about a payware?" Oh, did Yikes. he? Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I just heard Minecraft. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Hot Start and Aerobast. Go let, everyone go listen to last week's episode. We're going to talk about Part 61 and 141. Here's and, your example. And and <laughs> even Polis. Wow. You know, you, so we got a couple. We got a couple contenders. Dude, he came in crazy this this podcast. Brian just hyped up like, on caffeine or something. I'm blaming hot. I'm drinking water, quote unquote. He's he's. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's your water. We know what your water is, Brian. <laughs> you're, you're drinking apple juice. Got it. All right. Yeah, he, yeah. He's drinking uh, apple juice that was aged finally in a wooden barrel for ten years. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's got a very uh, interesting flavor to it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh gosh. Uh, oh god oh titus by the way you probably need we need a at some point we need to get mateo in here and bring in another member of this team no, yes. let's just keep it let's keep it where we are right mateo, now no mateo's but, uh, but anyway to answer your question uh titus i would say we, we got tola's hot start uh and then arabesque are probably some of the best people in the payroll market i say you can't forget everyone forgetting i and i really I and I. You just spent forty five dollars on. Oh yeah, sorry. And I and I. The beluga. The beluga is. But he did study level as possible. I don't. I don't know if that's okay. It's not study level, but I mean, it's still really good. It is. It is very, very good. Probably one one of the best. It's good, but you, Steven. You saw him trying to install the yeah. freaking beluga last night, and well, no, no, just... no, it was it, it was fixed. It was because of no, the, that was my experimental flight model was off. Yeah, like, anyway, really anyways, anyways, yeah, what, what I think might be up to study level is CA three twenty fly factor. Yes, um, I would say study level really is pretty. Close. I feel as I think Tolus has more accurate than that. Tolus, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that. I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that. If I had the chance to, I would definitely get the fly factor A three twenty. Um of just the the amount of things that it has to offer and how how it's really set up, you know, unlike Tolus, in my opinion. Um, but I mean, that's, that's what my choice would be. I mean, yeah, ninety dollars, but in my opinion, it's worth it. I I think the model is outdated at this point. I mean, the the pictures they have on Xplane.org look like they're from Xplane Ten. So I I think that it's for ninety dollars, it's going to need a lot more updating. Uh, for me to spend that kind of money when I could go out and get Tolis for 
Let me, you know, let me see how much the Tolus A321 is. Okay, it's ten dollars cheaper, but still, it's. I would much rather buy a 321 or a 319 uh, than spend ninety dollars on an old, outdated model like uh, Flight Factor. That's just me. It's been proven that the Tolus performance resembles the 19 and the 21 more than it does Flight Factor with the 20. So right, right. I would say that mm, I would say that the performance on the Tolus resembles is more study level, but on the other hand, the systems on the Flight Factor more study level than Tolus. Okay. If we're going to start talking about study level Airbuses, do we really need to have this conversation? No, we don't. Oh, well, we already, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yes, but FS Labs uh, tries to steal your Chrome password, so yes. you know that's why uh, we don't we don't like to talk about that. Don't use Chrome then. <laughs> don't use Chrome. <laughs> yeah, I, I okay. wouldn't using Chrome. I'm chilling. Okay, go on. All right, I'm gonna let Stephen talk first before I go down this one. So, Stephen, oh, you go with your geez. you go with your favorite. Hey, where? Oh, whoa, Stephen's still here. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I have words for you, James, that I'm not going to use because I've already used our one F-bomb. <laughs> we got one. Steven used it. <laughs> we get one. It's PG-13. <laughs> you get one. Congratulations, Steven. You just said Titus on a mad goose hunt. <laughs> yes, uh, I have no clue what you said. It. Uh, now I, got I, didn't, I didn't hear it either. It's probably not even there, Titus. They're just probably trying to get you to look for one. Oh, no, there is one. There are we that action. evil? Are, are, are we that evil, Stephen? Yes, we yeah, are. We are <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Anyways. this is how uh, corporate pilots behave. Yeah, hello. Oh, you don't even know, man. I washed out of Delta. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of true. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, anyway, I still have a job. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Unlike so go on, Steven. My, unlike some of my colleagues at Delta, I still have a job. Mm-hmm. That water must I, be good. Anyway, it's a delicious water. That water be P3D. You have a yeah. couple of options. Any of the AccuSim A2A airplanes. Agreed. Hundred mm. percent agreed. Um, are got or like any of those? If you like light GA airplanes. I am personally a fan of the of the uh, A2A Comanche. I really like that airplane. Mm, um, just like our British friend. Yeah, I was going to say, don't say Adam. I've, 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 liked, Adam I've liked Comanche since before he was born, but that's okay. <laughs> You're showing your age, Stephen. This is a podcast. Like, yes, I, am. <laughs> I, am, I am totally okay with being the old man in this podcast. That's fine. Get I'm pretty sure I saw a great one. Isn't it get out of my seat? Anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so yes, any of the AccuSim A2A airplanes are fantastic. Um, then for um, then obviously there's the FlySimware Leo 35. Yep, which Agreed. is a blast. It's a great airplane. Um, and then I have two really good <laughs> things. First off. Anything P3D is a good, solid, or uh, sorry, not anything P3D, anything PMDG, there we go, is a good option for, oh, I kind of want an airliner, PMDG 7.3. All right, let's just just throw the ball up in the air. PMDG, 
Or FS Labs. FS Labs. PMDG. Mm. Fight. Really? That's not even a no. That's a no contest. I mean, PMDG has been in the market way longer. And I think just their their product is better. Well, and one, they don't try to steal your Chrome passwords. Oh, so my God. Well, and see. Now, OK, I, and Mateo agrees with me on this. Um, so I can speak for him on this one that you guys have failed to bring up my favorite add on in P3D. And it is literally been labeled one of the most immersive airliner experiences in the sim. And that is the Leonardo Mad Dog X. And so many people discount it because it's an old airliner. But I've, you know, PMDG is fantastic. I I have, you know, the 7.3. I'm not a large airliner fan, so I obviously don't have any of the big stuff. But PMDG is fantastic. It's a great immersive experience. FS Labs, the whole A320 series, great experience, extremely immersive experience in the sim. Um, and I, I will say, I think the FS Labs has better sounds than the PMDG, in my personal okay. opinion, okay. Um, just for kind of that immersive experience. But um, but then uh, we go to the Mad Dog, and it's just an, an incredibly accurate because one thing leonardo is basically dedicated is said listen we're going to focus on the md82 83 and 88 that's it and we're going to keep on just focusing on this airplane and making it and continuing and continuing and continuing to update it things like the uh, an a cars printer that sends stuff to your printer and the the user interface outside of there and it's just you know and obviously i'm a little bit biased because i'm i've been a huge mad dog fan my entire life right but it is an absolutely incredible add-on but there is a downside to all of our p3d aircraft and that and that simply is just one word price they are expensive you know you know to get all the a320 series and fs lab that's 200 200 plus bucks the pmdg's in the same boat um the mad dog is 100 plus to get the whole series you know i, I could keep going down the list so it, it's a it's a very it's even remotely cheap what? would be like the tfdi 717 but even that's like a 60 70 add-on that's, yeah, 60 that's 60 bucks dollars. yeah yeah so we're so it's they are expensive but i've i've shown this to enough people within our group within you know outside of it to show that it is worth the money right and you know a lot of people you know a lot of us it's kind of a group divided here of, of you know the p3d users versus x-plane users but you know for me as a, as a real world pilot you know who flies turbine equipment you know every week having those systems and when i move a switch and seeing it do exactly what it's supposed to do with the sounds associated with it and i can go to a synoptic page and whatever airplane it is and see that that's the level of detail these P3D uh, payware aircraft go to in, in this market. When we start talking PMDG, Mad Dog, so on and so forth. I mean, we obviously have, and as well as next plan, we have the lower end of the payware market with like Caronado, which we all have an opinion of them. But anyways, Caronado, um, looks, pretty, looks pretty, flies terribly, those systems. Whoa, but but, but the only way you get the Pilatus to work is with the third party add-on on, on top of right. Caronado. I'm gonna say, yeah, we. But, so we the Milvis uh, King Air is another example of that. The systems are okay, but as someone who yeah. flies King Air every day, there's a lot of things about that airplane that end up pissing me off. Agreed. I completely agree. So it, it's 
just in both Sims, there's it's kind of a kind of pay for what you, you want. Like, but one of the big things that you guys have over an X-Plane that's a fantastic add-on is Zebo. It's continuously updated. I mean, that's a that's a great add-on. It costs you nothing. And so you don't I, know what he's coming up with in the FMS too. What's that? Trying to get like an uh, I think correct me if I'm wrong, John. Like Data an A-Cart link. system. It's basically oh. what FS, FS Labs has, right? Aoc and whatever it's called. And it's literally mm-hmm. he's literally working on it. Like if you load up in the sim, you're able to see that. You're able to see and and the pre and it's amazing. And honestly, uh, I got very excited when I saw that this morning. But yeah, because it's free, and that's the best part right. of it. It, it. It's free, and, and, and that's uh, you know, and updated. it's also interesting to see like that Zebo plane. That thing has an MMR. You you can shoot a GLS approach in that, and yes. you know into the channel and everything. I don't I don't know if anything else in P3D or X plane has that. Yeah, yeah, you have to go into the iPad and turn yeah, it on. GLS but you can you can right. shoot the GLS four left and four right into Newark, and it's fully supported. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did mention that. We so, did mention like I said, planes. y'all. Like I said, like I said, though, y'all have a great add-on that costs you nothing, and that's you know for the for some of the younger individuals in the room or in the flight sim community, it's great because they can go fly an airliner that costs them nothing other than purchasing the game. Right. And, and getting in there. And even if they're flying with a mouse and the, you know, a keyboard, they can still go fly an airliner around, which is awesome. But anyways, um, yeah, I for those and of you, get, and you get 50, you get like 80% of the experience, which for the vast majority of people is enough. Mm-hmm. Those of you people who aren't aviation mm-hmm. freaks like we are, go ahead and uh, look up the MD-80 right now. Yeah, it's in the graveyard. You got a yeah, picture of Bonnie. Hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. Now that hey, you Brian. have a picture on it, it was built by the, the cavemen <sighs> and designed <laughs> by the Roman Empire yeah. in 2017. My first... My first and last podcast with Sheriff's guys. Now, wait, now, now, this is what I think. Well, we haven't hit on it yet, but I think what we're missing on a big part here with mm-hmm. P3D, no, sorry, not with P3D, explain, is what they're going to, well, what they're at least trying to bring is the corporate side of aviation over to explain, mm-hmm. right? And you have, and this is what I, I absolutely love because not too far ago, I mean, not too long ago, um, I will admit, Brian have uh, introduced me into another side of the industry that I didn't know about, right? And I've started to uh, like that more than the airlines, right? So for me, uh, when I see that explanation is trying to bring like the Challenger, the Falcon, and these, you know, and the Phenom that's coming at the end of the month, hopefully, um, you know, it's really good, you know? And that's something that I've been noticing about how Explain is really trying to get that corporate side of aviation over onto Explain. And you're not wrong. And, I, and, and you know, we, we've had long discussions about this, too, where, you know, when we start diving into the specific type of airplanes, because like, I know it's kind of pointless in all of our eyes, but like there are military aircraft in P3D and X-Plane that people fly. I don't quite understand why, but that's me. Right. But in regards for that. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember companies like Vertavia and the Iris simulations and stuff like that. Oh, that my gosh. Stuff way back in the day right they were doing like b1s and stuff like that but anyways you know yeah when, when i mean if we start narrowing this down to the different types of aircraft i mean yes um you know and and for a while there though x-plane was playing catch up you know we have fly somewhere with the lear 
Milvis with the King Air. Milvis is working on the Piaggio and the Layer 60 right now. Um, P3D for a while there did have a Gulfstream in development, but we all know that relationship between uh, you know, General Dynamics don't know like no no like mm, its name being used. Exactly. So that project got canceled. But and so yeah, and, and I love to see that that side of the segment of our of the of aviation and aircraft types are being introduced to the flight sim community, whether it doesn't matter what sim it's in. I don't care if it's on on an iPad on infinite flight. It's just that side of the industry is being exposed to simmers to understand that. Right. Yes, you can be a private jet pilot. Yes, there are things that private jets do that airliners don't do. And mm-hmm. so when you see things like hot start bringing like the Challenger 650 in, which is an icon of business aviation, even though it's like, you know, for guys like Steven and I that are corporate pilots, that's a regular sight. Seeing a Challenger 600 series is a <laughs> is no different to me than seeing a oh. citation. Oh, it's just a um, Challenger. Who cares? Exactly. You know, and you would never know that they've built over a thousand of those things. You, you, you'd never know it. So bringing something like the 650 into the sim world is amazing. The Phenoms, the... Um, the CJ yeah. that's being developed by a uh, Torque Sim, you know, one of the staples citation of flight GA, the Citation 10, you know, and there were some very good business jet developers. And, you know, Stephen and I both have uh, beta tested for a company called EagleSoft um, with their Citation XLS Plus. But I that company seems like it's stalled and I, I don't know what's going on over there. But, you know, back in the uh, FSX days and early P3D days, there was a whole list of corporate aircraft you get the citation 10 the two the beach jet the cj there's a whole list of things there was a really decent citation 2 running around for a while but it's gone as far as i know yeah there's the one from carinado but it's uh, mediocre at best in my eyes especially you and i as tight pilots in the airplane we can judge it um (laughs) yeah um anyways going along man we um never touched uh, um Never talked about the GTM, although we mentioned all these aircraft. Like, well, the, the GTM is simply paper. a trainer. It's a lifesaver. It's an well, but 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 but, no, no, but 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 let's be let's be careful here. <laughs> Flight One and Reality XP literally just took the Garmin trainer for the 650 and 750 series and brought them into the sim. It's like they they take yeah, that no, trainer. Yeah, but so it's more. I don't want to give too much credit to Flight One and Reality XP because yes, that they they integrated it into our sim, which is an incredible tool. But that's the Garmin trainer, and see you. I'm I'm trying to remember who did um um. Let's let's see, Stephen, are you old enough to remember Dreamfleet? I rem I remember it. I never did anything with it, but the name rings a bell. Um, Dreamfleet was a company that did um, some airplanes for the old FSX days. They had a Baron and an A36 and a Dakota and an Archer. And it was great, great add-ons. Uh, and they worked with a Flight One on their ATR back in the FSX days. And we're going. I'm obviously showing my age a little bit in the sim world, but um, they worked with Reality XP to bring things like the Sandell HSI into the sim and the Garmin 530 and I Garmin 430. Um, yeah, exactly. I know I'm, I'm kind of dating myself a little bit, but, you know, to bring those in kind of before the Garmin trainers really existed was impressive because, like, we're yeah. talking, like, FS04 days 
when we're having a fully functional Garmin 430 and 530 and a Sandell HSI. And it was like, holy oh, crap, this is incredible. Yeah, Garmin 430 with a Sandell HSI, that became a useful airplane. For exactly. Doing, like You could do pretty much everything you can do with a modern avionics setup with that. And this the, the, the Dream Fleet aircraft kind of were predecessors to what is now uh, A2A for us in the P3D world with the 172 and so on and so forth. Dream Fleet, you know, had a Baron and a Bonanza, and those were my go-to GA airplanes in FSX. You know, I, I even to the fact of, most of you guys don't know this, but I started a virtual airline in my previous group with the Baron and the Bonanza. <laughs> and it worked really well. It did because it was just, I, I knew I could get in that airplane and everything was going to work the way it's supposed to work. But anyways. Showing a little bit of age there, man. <laughs> I I'm not recognize half these names. Yeah, I, I was going to say like, like 10, 10 years now. Steven, Steven's uh, supposed to be the oldest one here and didn't know what he, Brian was talking about. So I'm, really, still, uh, I'm still in my 20s. That's all that matters. Really okay. makes me think how old you are. The thing about, the Wait, thing about not Brian is, is that when I was in my early teens and playing around with flight simulator and like playing around with stuff, I was busy doing other things unrelated to the flight simming world. I only got back into flight simming as an adult. Um, really sorry, I dragged you in later in my college years is when I really got into flight simming and like learning about all this stuff. So Brian mm -hmm. had no life when he was a when he was a teenager. So therefore, what are you trying to say? Stop. I went on a date once. Yikes. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> and it went terribly wrong. But anyways, um, <laughs> all right, uh, let's move on to our last and final topic. What is the best sim per dollar? And don't P3D, you have no right to comment. Yeah, I'm sorry, you're out of this running P3D. You're out of the running. You're out, of the, you're out of the running P3D. Sorry. I, I have I have an answer here. The best best simming per dollar is the flight is the flight safety FS one thousand full flight simulator. Oh my god! Because it's the only one that you can actually get a type rating in. It's the only one uh, that matters. I would argue that the best flight simulator out there is an actual airplane. What do you mean? I thought there's other there's other uh, flight sim companies, Stephen. Yeah, but you can die in that. That's an example. Yeah, you can. Uh, I, I, uh, there's a really bad joke there that I'm not going to say. Actually. Yeah. Oh boy. That's that's really that's really hard for me to not. But I would also argue that I mean it it, it depends on kind of which sim is the best per dollar. That is a it's such a hard question to answer because it depends on what you're seeking to do in these simulators. Are you know, are you know, because I would argue if you just want to go around and you know, meander around and do stupid things in an airplane, go buy Grand Theft Auto 5 and go fly around Los Santos in your little fake Citation 10, right? Yeah, yeah I, I would argue you spend the $60 on that and that's a quote unquote flight simulator, right? And uh, or or, or fun. Yeah, or or argue, you know, that, you know, people that don't have a PC or a computer that can run these simulators, you know, in some cases, infinite flight is the best answer on an iPad. 
because it 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 does have the airpods and i know all of us are sitting here and kind of cringing at me saying that as you know professional simmers was well let's quote-unquote professional as we are but anyways um you, you know you got to think of the broad spectrum of what a simulator can be it can be everything from an ipad to a 30 million dollar full motion level d simulator that you know we get our type ratings in and it's a very wide spectrum because you know hey look you know if you're a son of an amazon executive man maybe their simulator is a 7.3 sim in their basin right so i know people that do that exactly so it's like which one is the best per which one is the best per dollar to kind of echo off of what Steven said in the last podcast, it's very subjective on that one. It's a very, because, you know, not everybody has a credit card with an unlimited balance. You know, some people can spend the $60 to get the game. And then, you know, that's where things like I was mentioning previously in the previous question where X-Plane and Zebo is perfect for that. You know, you spend 60 bucks and you have a pretty useful SIM, right? And but I mean, and then P3D is a whole nother thing. We're just going to kind of move past that one. Ignore that little the anyways. But would you I like mean, feel free to chime in prices, the prices for P3D. Yeah, they go from zero or 60 to 200 to what is it? Twenty five hundred. If I remember yes. correctly. Yeah. So and hundred. Yeah. I don't pay for the $2,500 ones. I don't know anyone that has spent the $2,500 one. I think you only need but, that if you're making a level D sim. Or, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've i paid for the $200 one because, you know, watermark. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, what I, that's what I paid for mine was $200. Mm-hmm. But I'm waiting. I'm waiting on. I'm waiting on finding an RTX 3080 to upgrade. Do you know, you know, I heard why, uh, why the sim is so expensive from Lockheed Martin. It's to cover that's the extra cost of the F-35 program. Ha! Oh, no. I was gonna say, I, I believe, and all, the, and all the money they're losing. <laughs> no, actually, they don't run flight service anymore. So no, they don't. Oh, Lidos, Lidos. Lidos. <laughs> hey, I, I did contract work for Lidos, so Lidos is an. You were a briefer. Company. No, I was not a briefer. Oh, I was gonna say I would have had a little respect for you. Oh wow! How we're changing a little bit of respect between you two. Oh. It's like a love story. <laughs> no, I did. I did, I did. <laughs> I did contract work for them as a as a as a pilot. Played with some of the fun things you can do with ADSB. Oh yeah, I forgot about you that you doing that. Yeah. Hmm. But that's for a complete other day. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. And, and we we've sat here and had to go back and forth on which sim is better, which one does this, and it, it all comes down to you know you as the user. What are you looking at it for? But, you know, kind of to, again, echo on last week's episode, did a little homework, listened to last week's podcast, so I can actually talk on this. But, you know, um, using a sim in some of your training, in my eyes, is very beneficial. Very, where, where it can be beneficial. Like, on the private pilot level, being able to see those maneuvers, whether it's P3D or X-Plane, on a rainy day and your little 172 in the sim may or may not help a light click on. Maybe it'll, you never know, but it helps, you know, but then when we start moving up into like the instrument training, you know, back when I was in college, I can literally remember sitting on this Asus laptop in my dorm room on a rainy day with 
six of my fellow classmates behind me in the default 172 in Flight Simulator X literally doing holds and talking about hold entries. And that moment, we were all sitting there talking about these these three different types of entries. And, you know, what's funny is I got I kind of got picked on a little bit because like, why are you playing a sim when you're in college to be, you know, a pilot? I said, well, it's useful. And then they all sat in there and they saw how useful it is to watch that. And they were like, wow, this is really useful. Even to the level of my uh, friend who I actually saw today who works at Endeavor as a uh, CRJ first officer, when he was going through training, he would actually come over to my house and we would actually play with the Aerosoft CRJ 900 to kind of help him see some of the flows and see how some of the systems would work without being in the sim. So in terms of how simming translates over into the real world, I think it's really useful, you know, to practice these skills at home and then take it out to the airport. But that's me. Yeah, I would, uh, I would have to agree with you too. And now that you touch base on private pilot too, like uh, in my eyes, I know we've talked about this before, but like 2020, uh, it really helps you with your private, I guess you could say, because it really makes you look outside your window, you know? Yeah. Like because of how amazing the sim looks, you know, and not just that, that it has like the uh, generators, right? Like what it generates for you to see but it's so helpful as like you can really navigate around the world with just keeping your eyes outside the windows in, uh, in yeah. 2020. Um, so that I think, yeah, it all depends at the end of the day, what are you looking for? You know, like if you want to fly over your house in the sim, well then maybe you want to get 2020, you know, but um, yeah, but you know, and, and we can look at some of our fellow, you know, content creators like, uh, UND Aerocast or um, I can't remember if M0A uses it, but just just fellow, you know, content creators out here that use X-Plane and actually you can, you know, turn on the, uh, you guys are going to help me with the X-Plane users here in the room, but the, where you can see the forces of lift on the wing surfaces and whatnot. Um, oh, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know what that's officially called, but, you know, being able to kind of. Yeah, but be, but where you can actually see the lift and like if you went into a stall, what's happening to the wing on a digital level, but you can see it. So, you know, they, they use that to show that to to students. And so being able and having that and I have friends of mine that are, you know, three times my age. Well, not three, two times my age, um, you know, that have X playing at home just to practice and see stuff like that. But anyways. So going back to the original question of what's the best sim per dollar, I would say it's subjective. So you're saying it's subjective to what the user the wants news or the news needs. Goddamn, I'm tired. <laughs> we got a GD in. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, oh. I gotta bleep that out. Thanks, John. Mm-hmm. All right. So if I give you four sims, X-Plane, P3D, Flight Sim X, MFS 2020, which is the best sim per dollar? Let's just go around the room. We'll start um, with James. Best sim per dollar? Sorry, so I, I was a little zoned out there. Could you repeat that one more time for me? We got X-Plane at $59. Yep. P3D that ranges from 59 
to 2500 Okay. We have FSX, which is $25. And we have MFS 2020. That ranges okay. from uh, $60 okay. to $120. So this is my logic. MFS out the window. It, it's dog garbage. Nobody should buy it. Dog garbage. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the trash that the dog he, eats. Even dog out of the trash so, so hold on, hold on. Oh, so, we're going around oh. the room, Brian. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Let him finish. P3D out the window. Again, overpriced for most people. Um, And then you, you said explain him what else. There's one other. Or, or like, is it... And then Flight to Max. FSS. Flight to Max. Okay, FSX is good, um, but it's just outdated now. So, uh, I, in my eyes, X-Plane 11. That's that's the sim. Andy. Earth to Andy. Yeah, man, what's up? My apologies. <laughs> Yo. Go ahead. Out of X-Plane, P3D, FSX, and Flight Sim 2020. Which is the best sim per dollar? Yeah, it's um, I know this topic is uh, I guess it really depends of what you're looking for. Um, I does just those four. Like if you, you're at the store, you're like, I my machine can run all four of these. Which one would it be? Uh, I think, in my opinion, everybody's trying to save money, so I would go with the lowest one, which uh, you said was what, twenty twenty? FSX. Uh, FSX, yeah. Well, yeah, that's the lowest one. And I was just at the store. Cheapest one, I'll just go for that. Okay. I respect that. I had a theme for 20 bucks. I respect that. All right, Brian. DCS. No, I'm kidding. Hey, um, DCS <laughs> is a solid sim. And why? Sim. Because it's free. And it comes exactly. with two airplanes that are free. Two? Exactly. And are a freaking blast. Exactly. Yeah, must so, be pretty fun. But, you know, kind of who we're going after here. We're going to save DC. I don't, I, I, I don't want to say who we're going after is not the right, right word I'm looking for here. But kind of looking at who our audience here is uh, for this podcast as people who are either current simmers, experienced simmers, new simmers or pilots that just somehow found this podcast and you know here we are a bunch of nerds talking around right sorry it, it... <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry so but you know i would actually argue for the purposes especially referencing some of the hot topics of last week's podcast and that were really directed towards private pilot training i would argue that mfs is probably the best buy I was going to say, um, because, you know, when we're looking at everything that's done on the private pilot level for what you're going to get for your 60 bucks, you're going to get a lot of those ground break ground based, you know, visual waypoints. You know, you're going to see, well, obviously, it depends on where you live on this big, giant planet of ours. But assuming you live in a major United States metropolitan area. You know, you're going to see a lot of those familiar landmarks as a private pilot. You're going to get the general idea of how a stall is done in a 172 or a 152, right? So it's in terms of out of the the, the list you, you proposed, I think that's kind of the best bang for your buck.
I'm going to kind of run down the list here real quick. I'm going to rule out FSX because that is a game that no longer runs on modern hardware. Traitor. (laughs) (laughs) It never really ran on contemporary hardware in 2006. Let's be real. Traitor. Um, It couldn't run on a NASA computer. What are you talking about? (laughs) it would make it it would make a supercomputer meltdown <laughs> um it was just so bad in terms will... of resource utilization and being an actual usable simulator i'm not gonna lie i had shit tons of fun with it let's not let's not forget steven to my knowledge fsx was the only flight simulation game i have ever seen at Best Buy on the computers and people playing it in the store to show how good the computers were. At 12 frames a second. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, to interrupt. I had to mention that. that yeah, is, that is a good point. That is a good point. You, you saw it running on computers in Best Buy and you could buy it on the shelf. Yeah, literally computers when FSX came out in like 2006, 2007, right? When it, when it came out, it was such a trashly optimized game that for whatever reason these computer developers took it upon themselves to create their computers that could they're like wow we can run you know flight simulator x at 20 frames a second and they well i know but you could literally go but but this is the only time i've ever seen a flight simulation product in a brick and mortar store like best buy or micro center or fries where literally there was a, a computer came with microsoft flight simulator x on the machine ready to go and they would display it to you in the store i got my fsx from best buys i still got the box yeah. and the receipt i have the with box. the two so i have a box in my closet so wait, 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 wait. What i got you? i got my cds i like, have i have CDs. fsx deluxe <laughs> edition with the acceleration expansion pack oh god Go fsx off. gold yeah, I got Anyways, no, 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 I, I have the have acceleration gold. expansion pack. No, I have the disc for acceleration. Gold. I have the Dude. separate disc for acceleration. I, my brother got gold, uh, FSX gold at GameStop, and I didn't know it was like $150 at the time. Steven, just keep going. Out. Okay, so yeah, so realistically, FSX is too dang old. Um, At this point, it, it never ran that well to begin with, so realistically, it's out. P3D, as much as I love it and as much as I use it regularly and as much as I love the add-ons for it, it's so expensive to get running well that unless you really want to be hardcore or you have specific study-level sims that you want to play in P3D, I wouldn't recommend it. Agreed. It's like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. I use P3D because I love the PMDG products. That's the main reason I'm still using P3D. Um, otherwise, honestly, I'd be using X-Plane. Um, Let's go. But, but at the end of the day, for the, for the average user of simulators, unless you're willing to go hardcore into it and start messing with add-ons, even though there are better, more better freeware add-ons for X-Plane than there are for P3D, you still have to mess with add-ons to make it look good and run good. Mm -hmm. 
MF or the new Microsoft Flight Simulator as a casual simmer is probably the best of them. I I, I still would disagree with that. At this stage, nothing really works. I, I was in it today, and even if you, if you want to do basic instrument flying, it, it's essentially not possible. That's over the top, though. We're not. Uh, is it? We're talking on private pilot level. All right, if you all right, if you're going, you know, VFR okay. only, and you want to fly one a one seventy two around, sure. Yeah, I don't. I would agree with you on that statement. That yeah, is it the. Would I argue as an out of the box simulator? Would I want to do hard IFR, you know, simulation practice in it? Probably not. Uh, I, I mean, uh, I, I go in it. Me personally, yeah. Do I have an MFS? Yeah, I sure do. But it, it's it's a let's go fly around and do some VFR stuff, and that's that's about it. And that's why I think though. But as much work as there is to still yet to be done on on the sim, it's still. They're trying to get it better and better. There's add-ons that are coming for it. And I mean, look at FSX. That's a prime example. Look of how it was when it came out in 2006. It was was garbage. It was garbage when it first came out. And it took them two years to get the the thing to a a even remotely playable level. Um, And it it was because it was so intense. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Anybody remember Microsoft Flight? Yes, I have it installed. Yep, sure do. Thanks for yelling in my ear. Um, <laughs> Damn, no. remember, remember what killed that sim? Oh, was they it wanted, it, base? Yeah, they wanted you to pay for extra scenery and the rest of the world. It was just Hawaii. It was to literally, the only thing you had was the Icon A5 and Hawaii. And if you made a Microsoft Live account, you could get the Stearman. Oh, yeah. So it was freaking useless. Yeah, that was a mm-hmm. joke. It was yep. completely useless. But here we are. We The the fact that there's still a company, because, uh, I mean, I'll give X-Men a lot of credit. I'll give P3D a lot of credit. And I'll give I'll give MFS a lot of credit. You know, the, all three of these companies with the three individual sims are all trying to make their sims better, you know, every day. I, I think MFS is the future. Honestly, in my pro- professional opinion, but it's oh sure, it's, not there it's, yet. it's wildly under underdeveloped right now. Agreed, completely agreed. Once they start fixing some of the SDKs and stuff like that on it, I think it's going to get better. But, yeah, I feel like they released it too early, and I think definitely. it's because of the people. Um, with like they were mm-hmm. so pumped up I, I, about I think it. A hundred percent, you know, being in the alpha. Um, and you know, I don't care about uh, you know okay. whatever whatever they're going to say, but. Being seeing it at that level, it was definitely released way too early. I mean, and we knew this, you know, we were hearing while we were in the beta or the alpha, oh, yeah, it's getting released next month. And we're sitting here as testers and we're like, oh, really? Because there's some massive flaws that we keep reporting that I would never release this if it was my own, you know, my own baby. You have to remember it was, it's also a little bit of corporate America at play there. Yes, sir. Um, that, that's, that's one thing's. That's that's wildly forgotten within the sim community, because let's just be real. Majority of our sim community is probably under the age of 21 um, right now. You know, yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree. with with, with you know, basement in their 40. But but, you know, so there's, there's a little bit of corporate America and a little bit of of 
yeah, there's like, cause yeah, I was in, in the beta and I believe, let's see, there's quite a few of us in this room that were in the beta, but, and we all voiced our opinions, but I, you know, as, as working for corporate America over the last couple of years, I can, I can tell you that it, it was, I don't think it was driven by a Zobo. I think the release was forced by Microsoft because, you know, they showed all that stuff at E3 and it looked incredible that they wanted to do a publicity stunt and get it out earlier. But then when it hit the hardcore simmers, you know, we've all just torn it to shreds ever since release day. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I feel like, you know, it, it, I still think it has an incredible amount of potential and it it is, I, I still feel that MFS is going to be the future of PC flight simulation, but and you know also bringing it to the Xbox and all that stuff. But whatever consoles, bleh. anyways. Um, you know, I I think the game peaked interest real fast. You know, after about a month, and then came crashing right back down. And now we're trying to claw the mistakes back and and get out of the hole. But that's just well, my guess. Oh, what happened? It seems pretty accurate. I mean, ooh, I, I, right I, it seems like a blizzard. Yeah, I mean, run, in their right mind would release something like that. I mean, the well, Sims you, just. I would uh, even I gotta, say the I, Sims halfway to its total potential. There's so yeah, much it, that it, needs it, to be worked out. And it was little things on everything from. The user interface to the weather engine to the aircraft to the sceneries it was it was just all over the place the the you know it was you know i i the best way i like to, to describe it when i first hopped in it was unplayable i was like this is not something i want to go load up in and do a long haul and fly from you know <laughs> brian's long haul new york to miami anyways um <laughs> you know um you know and then you, all you had is the airbus because now here we are, what, six, seven months later from release, and we still have yet to have a turbine. But hey, thanks to what you said earlier in the podcast, someone's going to get a CRJ. Nice. That's awesome. Um, we'll see how that is. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, no, I agree. I, I got to admit, I got to give the, the uh, Sobo team some respect because for them to come out live, in front of I think it was thousands of people at the time and say we screwed up I mean it, it takes a lot of guts after what maybe I think it was five years development or something like that I mean yeah they, they knew they screwed up and I and like I said I watched their Q&A today and I like, I'm I'm I, I'm very happy that they're actually listening to the community like I don't know if you guys heard but you, you know the CJ4 right and how mm-hmm. the working title mod um, those guys helped fix it and everything. Well, during the Q and A, Asobo um, confirmed that the working title mod is now working full time with Asobo. So everything that's that working title has made with the CJ four CJ four mods and the Garmin mods that's coming in the base sim, I believe. You know, those guys actually quit their their day jobs to help um, work on MFS. Which is great. So you know, there, there's definitely a lot of potential. So if, if I had to choose right now, 
it would be MFS because, you know, yeah, ex- I would say X-Plane easily as my second guess or my, my second pick. But I, I think M- MFS, you know, has a bunch of potential. And, and once it breaks that barrier, right, that m- most of um, hardcore simmers are looking for, oh, it's going to be amazing. Like, I'm going to be on that thing, right? So, um, and, you know, the Aerosoft Series J is going to be great. It's going to be the first, I guess you could say, complex payware add-on, and I'm looking forward to that. So, All right, let me make this quick. No bias. In my opinion, it is X-Plane. Like Brian said earlier, you can use that as a trainer. X-Plane, the systems in the default Cessna 172 are extremely accurate compared to MFS. Or, I mean, if you want to throw P3D in there, I haven't flown the 172 and P3D in a while, so I don't know how accurate those systems are. But the systems in the 172 on X-Plane are pretty darn close to what it's like in the actual aircraft. So like Brian said, we could use that as a... If you're a student pilot, you could use that as a trainer, and you can look at those different airflows, how the air is flying over the wings, and what happens when you stall, what happens in a spin... It's just, for a student pilot, I would definitely recommend X-Plane over MFS. For but Should we go back to last week's navigational question, though? Because no, 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 I would argue no, MFS. No, 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 no. I got to wrap this up. Got to wrap this up. We can talk yeah, we about this. Up, we can talk about this at the beginning of episode number three. But all right, ladies and gentlemen, that is all we have for today. Thank you for joining the crew for episode two of the Share Skies podcast. We hope to see you here next Monday for episode three, in which we will cover careers in aviation. Thank you, Brian, Andy, James, John, and Stephen, for your time to this afternoon. If you guys want to come and discuss the uh, topics that we discussed tonight, the Discord link will be in the description of the podcast. As I said before, on behalf of the crew, we thank you for joining us. Remember, enjoy that journey to the sky. My name is Tyus Matthews. I'll see you all next week. Stay safe, y'all. Stay up.